0: It's time to mind your business with Jamila Lodge and Shelly Thunder. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda
1: business starts here. On a very rainy Thursday afternoon at uh, at 4 o'clock, Jamila, did you put on your duck suit to to get up here? Listen,
0: thankfully I had the car, but I (laughs) thought about it because that's how hard it was raining. I'm telling you,
1: (laughs) the ducks were lining up outside island trading. I'm
0: sure of it, right? Because
1: they need a wetsuit as well. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) yeah, here we are. Time to mind your business. We got lots to talk about. We do, and um, we're introducing our guest this morning. You want to do the honor?
0: Sure, so we have with us Robert Richardson, who's the consultant and project manager for the Ministry of Public Works. Um, he is working with us on an initiative to help stimulate and create jobs for those in the construction industry. Welcome to the show, Robert.
2: Yes, thank you, thank you guys for having me. Um yeah, looking forward to this this uh, talk that we're going to have this afternoon.
1: Just so you know, Robert, you're talking to the daughter of a proud construction engineer who I am proud to say has built many of those buildings down there in Hamilton back in the day. Okay. I and mean, um, the carpenter by trade, so you know I'm all I'm all about the noble trades, and let's get our folks back into it. That's
0: right. That's nice, right. Nice. Nice. Mm. So, Robert, before we get started, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at the ministry?
2: Yeah, not a problem. Um, so yeah, I've worked in the private sector and the construction industry in Bermuda for over ten years as a project manager, junior, and then I'm of the senior role in the last six years. Okay. Um, currently working as a consultant project manager for the Ministry of Public Works. Mm-hmm. Um, I was bought on about a month ago. Yeah, today actually makes a month. so okay. it's pretty new consulting for them.
0: Happy month anniversary. <laughs> yes, thank you, right? Thank you.
2: Time flies. It does. Um, And yeah, as far as my role at the Ministry of Public Works, currently I am the project lead on the stimulus program, um, which will continue until all, or when we decide to end it, um, have been completed. So right now it doesn't have an end date, so Yeah.
0: The money has to go, that, right? That's the end it. date. When, mm. when the money is exhausted.
2: Correct. Correct. That's a good way to look
1: at it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so when when we talk about the stimulus program, can you mm-hmm. just share a little bit about what the program is, um, mm-hmm. why it was created, and what the ultimate objective is of the ministry for this program?
2: Okay. So... The $13 million stimulus program is exactly what the name suggests. So the government has realized that the uh, pandemic, obviously the COVID-19 pandemic, has had a negative impact on the economy. So Ministry of Public Works wanted to do its part in stimulating the economy by providing various uh, construction projects to a wide range of contractors.
3: Okay. Um,
2: so the objective of the stimulus program is to Target, it's actually a few different phases, but mm-hmm. the phase that we're in now is what we call the request for uh, supplier qualifications, mm-hmm. where we are trying to target small to medium sized companies to get them pre-qualified to work with the government um, so that we have a larger pool to select from when it comes time to actually tender and award contracts.
0: Okay. Um, I mean, that yeah, I would agree with you. We definitely need to stimulate the economy and that, you know all departments or all members of the government are doing their part to do that. So mm-hmm. when you say um, $13 million, what types of, of jobs are we talking about here that are available to be bid on?
2: Um, there are a wide range of jobs. I won't go into the actual names of the project. Right. Yeah, they'll be releasing the tenders, but the types of work that we'll be we'll be looking to do, um, they they go across the whole sort of construction industry. So whatever I'm going to listen all or say to you guys, it, it, it is not... Just these, I'm just giving mm, you a brief
0: Some picture. examples, so, okay.
2: Yeah, so, you know, building concrete stairs, uh, foreshore protection works, um, masonry works, concrete uh, slab works, surface repairs, um, there's also a marine aspect to it. Mm, um, okay. And industrial building outs for various different um, government buildings, roadside and perimeter, um, fencing projects, landscaping works, Electrical works, it, it's, it's the whole nine
0: yards. Well, that's awesome. So it sounds like it runs the gamut, which is going to be great, I think, for small and medium-sized businesses because mm-hmm. there's so many various, I guess, areas within the construction industry. And it Correct. seems like, based on your list, that you're hitting most of them. Mm. Um, yeah. What about like those who may not do the mason tr- masonry per se but may be just a general service provider? Are you going yep. to be looking we, for people in that capacity as well?
2: Most definitely, we have categories for that as well. So, um, we do know that there are people that specialize in just maintenance or, or general contracting works. Mm-hmm. We do have categories for them to be able to uh, tick off or sign up for. Um, and the, any any company that's looking at this document will see that there are a number of line items that they can that they can tick off to say that they're willing or able to to do the works or receive these work packages. Yep. Um, even Obviously, a lot of people don't uh, realize this. Some may, some may not. When I mean, you think of construction, obviously, you think of, you know, block. Yeah,
0: cement, building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, building yeah. But, buildings. You
2: know, <laughs> we're, we're also reaching out to um, professional services as well, That, um, uh, like architectural firms, engineering okay. firms. Yeah, because obviously, the first part of construction, you need, you know, design and engineering.
1: Engineering is so, really important for sure. Yep.
2: Uh obviously you don't want that retainable to fold on right Uh no we don't (laughs) want that (laughs) so those sort of companies can apply or pre-qualify as well so that they are on the list because if if i'm being frank the government has a lot of projects it needs to do and um we will need the help from the private sector to actually um, engineer these and also design on on, on that side so i don't want to leave those guys
0: out as well right so um robert you you mentioned the government has a lot of products and 13 million dollars that's nothing to shake a stick at. so that's that's definitely a lot of of money and hopefully if it can get reintroduced into the economy by hiring these small and medium-sized businesses then Mm -hmm. people everybody's going to win but are these projects that typically the ministry would have handled on their own and because of COVID-19, like you mentioned earlier, they are making a, a conscious decision to say, let's share the love amongst the, the business community. Is that what, mm-hmm. what typically happens?
2: Well, it, it's both. So okay. obviously the, the, the government has a labor force, but the labor force is not able to do every single project in the time frame that's, that's required to go right. to, to the private sector. Um but obviously, if this initiative we're really trying to to get more dollars in the economy circulating,
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, more funds, and one way to do that is obviously stimulus. Right. And the minister has stated that he did not want to obviously be paying people to just stay at home, right, so we'd right. rather have these projects where, you know, it, it's a trade-off. But we're paying people or contractors and companies to do to do work, and the, and the government is obviously realizing some value from that as well. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, I think it's, it's definitely a win-win. It sounds like it anyway. But when you talk about pre-qualification and the list that you're referring to, what mm-hmm. exactly are some of the requirements that the ministry is going to be looking for from those businesses who are interested in getting on this list?
2: All right. So we have a you know a comprehensive document with a few you know appendixes and annexes that um, all the companies that want to pre-qualify should read and go through. Mm-hmm. But just to give you a brief snapshot snapshot of the mandatory requirements, we're looking for things like um, assigned submittal, uh, mandatory submittal form. Now, this, everything that I'm going to list off is provided to the companies in the qualification document. So, okay. submittal form, a company profile form, certificate of incorporation, uh, professional reference letters. We're looking for three um, of those at least. Um, the local benefit form, and then the unit rate sheet. Okay. Um, and I, again, I'll repeat myself, all of these things are found in the documents. We did it in such a way that they can edit the forms and also print off and, and write and then just submit it as a packet
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, on the due date. Okay. So we're trying
2: to make it as, as easy as, ever, as possible for everyone.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you, you are targeting small and medium-sized businesses, and one of the forms mm-hmm. that you mentioned just now is a Certificate of Incorporation. But mm-hmm. some businesses aren't necessarily incorporated. They're businesses. Mm-hmm. Like they're registered with the Office of the Tax Commissioner and, and all of that. But So how, how would those um, businesses be considered?
2: So that is that's a great question. Uh, I was discussing that obviously a, a little while ago in mm-hmm. another meeting that I was in. So mm-hmm. not all registered businesses have
0: a certificate operations. of record. Exactly. So
2: all you have to do is check no, and um, you can state the reasons why, and that'll be fine. Okay. But the main thing that we need, as far as you know, being able able to work for government. Is If you don't have that, is to be able to provide your tax ID number, which right. every business should have, right. and a social insurance number, which right. every business should have. So sure. that's important to know.
0: OK, thanks for that, because oftentimes, you know, even when opening bank accounts, sometimes, you know, so proprietors are like, well, I don't have a certificate of a corporation. No, I don't, I don't yeah, want yeah. and I'm like, well, you don't need to have one, but you definitely need to show proof of registration with the Office of the Tax Commissioner mm-hmm. and with the Social Insurance Department. So um, thanks Correct. for for clarifying that, because um, the, the stakeholders that you're going after are. After the small and medium-sized businesses, more likely than not, will probably be, you know, won't have that certificate of incorporation. Mm. So it's That's good nice. to know that you will be considering those as well. Now, yeah. when we talk about small and medium-sized businesses, um, some in some cases, they're like a, a one-man person. He sure. is the best yeah. mason on,
1: <laughs> on the island, right? Electricians come mm-hmm. to or mind as being solo guys a lot of the time, you exactly. know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um,
0: and so, can you speak to kind of the, I guess, the overall importance of utilizing these? I know you mentioned early on about stimulating the economy and all of that, mm-hmm. but how do you see um, this particular stimulus program contributing to the overall economy and these individuals who may be the one man um, shop? Yeah, one man, one yeah. man band, company one man exactly, exactly.
2: Yeah. So, so. For me, small to medium-sized companies are the heartbeat of, you know, our economy. You know, they provide dozens of jobs um, to the population. Um, the more work that generally that these type of contractors have, even if they are one-man band or not, depending on the size of contract they get, they may have to ramp up in labor, and, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's temporary labor mm-hmm. or, or um, contracted workers for a period of time. So we're hoping to be able to allow people to, to gain contract work and be able to hire people whether it's a full-time or whether it's a fixed-term contract whether it's part-time um, to be able to get people back to work right so um, obviously the more money that is being spent through us through these contractors they hire, they hire people mm-hmm. these people have families they have to buy groceries they have to do a myriad of things mm-hmm. that can get money circulation in circulation so we and we've purposely targeted small business so that companies do not feel that if government's only giving this sort of work to, to large or right. or, or the well established companies. You know, yeah. we're trying to level the playing field and, mm-hmm. and specifically target these guys so that, you know, um not not mm-hmm. only just giving them the stimulus money or the stimulus work, but also creating a larger pool for government to, to to reach out to to be able to say, Okay, we have this this amount of work instead of giving it to a company X, Y, and Z, we have another option with sure. you know A B and C. So mm-hmm. that's what we're looking to. Do.
1: So identifying some of these companies has been challenging um initially. And we know B E D C is the person to partner with <laughs> for finding these people.
0: But yeah, what, what what have you seen? Like you know, like you say it, some people um <clears throat> like, oh these big companies always get this these jobs, you know, we don't ever have a chance. And mm-hmm. I guess from your standpoint, like you said, you want to see small and medium-sized businesses get the jobs. But what have you seen on your end has been mm-hmm. some of the challenges that those businesses might encounter when they are applying or responding to your request for information? Right.
2: So what we are finding is that uh, a lot of companies want to work with the government. They're very keen to work for the government. But they're not familiar with, you know, submitting things like this, RFSQ. Or a tender document for for you know upcoming contract work and um, we're finding that people may also feel that oh I've worked with the government before and why do I need to submit this mm-hmm, But mm-hmm. what we're trying to stress to them is just you know read the documents follow it this is a new program that we're, we're, we're implementing so the more companies that get involved? The better it is for for not only us but for them as well, right? And um, we've we've also found that people, you know, struggle to make sure they have the the minimum mandatory requirements just to be eligible or right. to be be, be be qualified. So we do what we don't want to do is, is send us out, and people are like, okay, well, I'm not going to submit because
0: it's too much. Know,
2: it's too much. Yeah, I don't know much. what to do. So, yeah, yeah. Um, that's why we even engage BEDC to help contractors be able to um, walk through these documents, and if they have questions of why I need this, or how do I fill out this, or why is this important, you know, we partner with BEDC to be able to provide that that feedback to companies that may not feel comfortable in filling out this in these documents
0: and the paperwork. Right. I mean, I think you're absolutely right. We we experience that too. You know, we have different programs where we're we're lending money and we're requiring certain information to be able to try and make, uh, you know, a best guess decision on whether or not we can do this. And we do. We are confronted sometimes with people who just aren't in a position to provide us with the type of documentation that we need, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And we partner with ourselves yeah. <laughs> to help them, you know, to do it. So we, we do recognize that um, some of the smaller businesses do need that additional and added support. Um, But I think it's a it's great what you're doing. And and my hope and maybe you can clarify this is once they kind of go through this process, I would imagine that most of the um, bidding processes are similar. So once they have done it once and kind of familiarize themselves with the information that is being required, I'm Mm -hmm. hopeful that the next time around, you know, that they will be in a good position to be able to submit those documents without the assistance. Right. Hmm. So
2: correct. And and just to piggyback off of that, a lot of what the contractors and companies will see in this document is going to be mirrored in any upcoming tenders. Okay. More and more you work with government the less and less difficult it will be to to complete these forms because if you've done a few, you've done a million because then they...
0: It becomes kind of standardized. It's like you know what what you're looking for kind of thing. And and just
2: so that everybody knows, this is just the first phase, the pre-qualification. Once companies submit um, their documents on the deadline, the review process is then had um, to to determine if all the companies meet the requirements or not, and then they go into a pool. Mm Mm-hmm. And then after that, the various government departments will be releasing um, tenders. Okay. Uh, tender documents to be able to uh, submit a competitive bid mm-hmm. for whatever work that is as, um, or contract that's trying to be awarded. So, yeah, this is just the first step in it.
0: So so the process then would be when those bids are submitted, if the people have gotten pre-qualified and are, and are on your list, does that mm-hmm. mean that they don't have to do as much because you already see that they've provided you with the, the information that, they, that you need to be able to determine if they can apply for the jobs?
2: Correct. Okay. So pre-qualification is basically us determining that, okay, you've submitted your information, we see and we know that you're able to do the work. And now we can send you, like, say, for example, if it's a carpentry company,
3: mm-hmm. um,
2: they stay ticked off that they want to do various carpentry work. So when the when the department heads create the tenders for carpentry work, they'll look at the pre-qualified list and say, okay, we have X amount of companies that we feel can do this job. We don't need to, to go the actual step in the tender process to sort of, Evaluate each company and what they can do and can't do because we've already done that Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. So we'll, you know, once the tender, as so well, they'll go to the um, carpenter contractors, we get it back Obviously, we review apples to apples and orange to And yep. then we make our decision on who, get, who gets the job
0: That's great mm-hmm. So how can people, if they have more information or want to see physically what you've been talking about in the documentations Where should they get this information?
2: Okay, so for the RFSQ document, um, companies interested should uh, email stimulus at gov.em to register their interest. And I have to say that that's important because any emails that we get on that email get into a database and any new information that comes out um, up until the RFSQ deadline will be communicated to anybody who's registered their interest via that email address. And then they also can visit the government website, uh, and navigate to the procurement section. Um, the link for that, I'll read it out, and, uh, you know, in case people are here and they want to write it down, it's www.gov.bm forward slash procurement forward slash RFSQ-stimulus-program.
0: Mm. All so, right. That's a long yeah. one. <laughs> That is a long <laughs> one.
2: So it's easy just to go to gov.bm and go to procurements and it should And it'll be, just come up. It should be the first one that's there. If not, yeah. it's
3: on the page. Mm.
0: Well, Robert, I really appreciate you taking some time to explain that to us. I think it's extremely important. We are all trying to do our part to get money flowing back into this economy again in the wake of this pandemic. Um, I am going to follow up our call with my colleague, William, who um, is taking the lead to partner with your department. But I just want to thank you again for that. Um, Mm -hmm. And we look forward to a successful partnership with you guys.
2: Thank you for having me um, today. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to be able to to spread the word a bit more about the stimulus program. We're hoping to get, you know, a large um, number of contractors that are qualified. Um so we can get people back to work so hopefully all goes according to plan.
0: Awesome. Thanks a lot Robert. Take care.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: So, Shelly, um now we're going to ca- call my colleague William who is going to talk a little bit about what BEDC is going to do to assist the ministry with the pre-qualification process. Um, William is our Economic and Cooperative Development Director, and he's going to be taking the lead um, on assisting the ministry. And we're going to talk a little bit about what the first step in that looks like. I mean, BEDC has had a history of... um, Working in the construction industry way back when, I don't want to date myself now, but (laughs) back in the day, we had the Small Business Construction Incubator Program. And that was basically an incubator program where we worked with members of the construction industry. um, And we, we supported them by providing them with business advice and guidance. So this is somewhat familiar to us in that we're helping um um small and medium-sized businesses in this industry to get themselves ready to bid on these these b- sure. big jobs everybody so,
1: wants to get back to work so listen, we, we all do right <laughs> we have we have william on the line with us we haven't chatted in a while so happy new year there
4: yes to you as well shelly happy new year to you all the best to you and your family uh, good afternoon bermuda
1: all right so, William, we
0: were just on the phone with Robert. You may have been listening in, and he gave us a great kind of overview and summary of what the stimulus program is about. And he Fantastic. he set up a great segue to talk about um, partnering with BEDC, and that's where you come in. And so, yep. I just want um, if you could just share what role our organization is going to be playing in the program.
4: Sure. No, thank you for that, uh, Jamila. No, we're excited to partner with the Ministry of Public Works. Our role is uh, fairly uh, streamlined uh, to be able to offer the best support to um, construction contractors, tradesmen, maintenance personnel, uh, soft skill, um, construction construction industry, architecture, whether it's engineering, um, project management, you name it, to be able to offer support in the likes of a series of virtual Virtual training sessions for any entrepreneurs uh, within the construction industry that want additional help to complete the pre-qualification document package. So there's a there's a package of documents. It's on our website. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, bdc. PM. And it's a it's a fear, it's a it's a it's a checklist of docs that entrepreneurs have to be able to, um, to go through and complete
3: mm-hmm. and to
4: to be able to offer a quality submission. Now there are entrepreneurs that you know many construction businesses that you know skip skip to it. You know they're used to doing this; um, they do it all the time. They have financial individuals or accountants or um, all sorts of other service providers within their team, or the CEO may be quite familiar with. The ministry of public works um um um, document package but you know and they can and they most likely will be going to do that themselves and don't need our help right but for other but for other small businesses that haven't done this before because the ministry of public works is i think doing a fantastic job to be able to um create um you know various channels you know us being one to be able to ensure that as many small businesses entrepreneurs You know, sign up as possible, and so there. You know, there are individuals that say, "Hey, you know, I look at the documents. They look a little scary, but right. straightforward. forward, <laughs> let me jump on. Let me jump on these virtual information sessions that BDIC is offering. It's free." Um, I, I can definitely, you know, learn something and um, I'm going to I'm going to pick up some strategies to help me to create a quality submission.
0: So let's talk about the information sessions because they start on the yep. 19th, right, which is next yep. week, Tuesday. Um, can you say a little bit? There's two separate sessions. So can you talk a little yeah. bit about what um, each of them are and and, sure. and recommend like who should be attending these sessions?
4: Yeah, I mean, I've just printed it out. You know, certainly we we're. we're you know, we're all over the document submission package. Uh, there were two sessions, as you mentioned. And so what we've done is we've split it up. There's a, you know, we call it the general general documents um, package. Mm-hmm. Um, a good 60, 70% of it is just straightforward information, payroll tax, social insurance, um, information in regards to the structure of the construction business, et cetera. And, um, but there's a there's a fair amount of it that speaks to the entrepreneurs, you know, the construction businesses' experience, um, um, their past jobs, uh, whether it's a work portfolio to mm-hmm. be able to sell themselves, if you want, you know, look at it as a as a as a pretty robust CV, mm-hmm. and to be able to, you know, you're putting your best, you know, you're putting your best, you know, your best business forward to be considered within this pre-qualification stimulus package of work. Mm-hmm. And, and so there's a general, doc, a general document session that is of a non-financial nature. So that's the sessions that are starting on Monday, 19th, 20th, 20th, 21st, and 22nd. And we have three sessions per day, 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 6.30. Each session will probably be about an hour. And then we've split away the financial slash labor rates. Um, you know, virtual training sessions because that's that's a little animal unto itself. So within the pre-qualif- pre-qualification documentation, there's um, a few sheets that speak to putting forward your labor rates,
3: the money, and, right? Uh, the, you know, money. the money, and and, <laughs> and,
4: and 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 as well as some support, right? As, uh, you know, kind of you know what's in your labor rate, how'd you get to it, and whatnot. And so we you know we split that out as a as a as a separate section on the same days, 19th through the 22nd and those sessions are two per day 5 p.m and 7 30.
0: Okay so it, it is con- uh, conceivable that an individual or person can attend both sessions so if they need sort of that general overview of what documents they should be including how those yep. documents should look they can go to the the morning session. Mm -hmm. And then if they need some more assistance on what the financial component should look like, the Mm -hmm. pricing, Mm -hmm. making sure that they include everything that they need to in their price for labor, then they can also attend that evening session, right?
4: Yes, yeah, so and we've designed them like that. You know, so, you know, if someone's working full time, to say, hey, I'm really in it, then I can jump on the general document session at 6:30 when I get home. No problem. I got a bit of time to relax a bit, and then right after that, I can hit the financial rates, labor, um, 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 labor rates session at 7.30 and be done with it. So okay. yeah, we've, you know, we've thought about that and we've really tried to be as convenient as we can for um, the entrepreneur.
0: Okay, well that's awesome. I was sharing before we got you on the line that you know we do have a history working with construction industry professionals through our Small Business Construction Incubator Program. Yeah. So I would imagine that some of the kind of support and things like that that, that you'll be providing for these pre-qualification um, sessions will be similar to that. Um, so if people want to register and they're interested, you did mention that they're free. So I want to reiterate that, um, you want to just share where people can get the information again?
4: Yeah, no, they can go to our website, uh, bdc.pm. um, bdc.pm. Um, and you, thank you, Jamila and certainly Kelsey. Uh, our communications marketing um, arm within BDIC um, have designed, uh, you know, just just um, incredible collateral material as far as all the channels that uh, we're hitting to be able to get out there: press release, social media, website, blast out to our database. But this is so as soon as you go into our site, uh, bbc.com, you'll see it right there. Um, the, um, Ministry of Public Works construction stimulus. Um, just click through. It's all clean. It's all tidy. All the sessions are there. Just click in, um, you know, populate the minimal data so that we can understand a bit about you, and then you're registered for the sessions.
0: That's right, and you can register for one or both sessions at the same time. And in addition, if you have more or you want more information about um, the program overall then you, there is a link to go back to the ministry's website. I know Robert had mentioned that long URL. I know if <laughs> people have memories like mine, they forgot after he said www.gov.bm. Um, but certainly there is a link on our page sure. to, to direct get right them to right back to, to that page. And then uh, I just want to remind people that they can email uh, the team over at the ministry at stimulus at So if for some reason you can't um, get there, from our website or otherwise you can email them directly and they will log your interest and respond to you but we of course want to encourage those of you who are listening if you have family members or someone who is in the industry and has not been working because it has been hard Mm -hmm. um, definitely want to encourage them to attend these sessions starting next week Tuesday the 19th Um, through the 22nd to get pre-qualified to be considered uh, for these jobs. So Mm -hmm. they're free. There's no reason for you not to be there unless like William mentioned, you already know what to do when it comes to responding. So don't miss out on the opportunity because you didn't submit your information correctly. Sure. Is there anything else you want to say or encourage people to do? Yeah.
4: No, I'm just, um, I would just encourage all construction industry entrepreneurs, um, you know, service providers that you know, don't don't be um, don't be put off to say, Hey, you know, I just like to show up and do the work. This whole document submission thing is not me. And what we like to do is and say, Well, hey, you know, um, um, you know perhaps you can reach out to a significant other, to a cousin, niece, nephew, brother in law, whoever to say, Hey, I need you to jump on this virtual session with me, please mm. because I'm good for this piece of information I've looked at the uh, agenda I've gone online and took a look at it but yeah this part and so it could be a team approach and, sure. and, mm-hmm. you know, absolutely uh, we found that that works um, and that's you know that works um, well in many situations then you know as we engage individuals um, in our primary work which is um, you know certainly all the micro lending that we've been doing during this recent and, and current COVID time and so um, you know show up just reach out Uh, You know, send us a mail. We're happy to be able to have individual sessions after.
0: If necessary. Yeah.
4: After you complete, you know, after you complete the virtual sessions, we do have, um, you know, some time available for that. But we think we can cover everything adequately within the general documents for us virtual session and certainly the financial rates labor section
0: awesome well William thank you so much for jumping on the call with us I am yeah, sure you. you're going to be well subscribed those of you who are listening please <laughs> do log on to BDC so you can check out what we're doing and get yourselves res- registered so enjoy the rest of the day William
4: yes you as well thank you Shelly right. right. okay mate
0: take care Bring me though okay bye bye so um well, we we, we we always are busy, right? You know that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I am going to do a little plug for an upcoming seminar that my mm-hmm. um, director is organizing. It's called The Next Big Thing, A Follow-Up One Year Later. Okay. And those of you might recall in 2019 in November... Mm-hmm. For Global Entrepreneurship Week, we had the premiere along with some seasoned entrepreneurs on a panel to talk about opportunities, how we can seize them and take advantage of sure. them. Well, we were like, well, hey, now is no time like the presence to see where those entrepreneurs are now and mm-hmm. how COVID impacted them. Like how, what did, you navigated, do? Yeah, yeah. how did you get through mm-hmm. this thing and what are you doing? Did you stay the course? Um, so we have a seminar which is free coming up on the 21st Mm -hmm. that is next week Thursday it's 1130 a.m. to 1 Mm p.m. you can go onto our website and register Um, but again it's going to feature the premiere Um, it's going to be some Bermudian entrepreneurs that I'm sure you are familiar with and we're going to be talking about what they did exactly to manage themselves and their businesses throughout this pandemic so Mm -hmm. I'm encouraging those of you who need a strategy I was talking to a young lady the other day she said I need a mentor somebody needs to help me with this
1: business well they are available they
0: are available and this is kind of a precursor to getting your own personal mentor you're going to have about five a series of five entrepreneurs on there where you can ask questions specifically to your business but i would encourage those of you who are listening you hear the sound of my voice Mm -hmm. uh don't miss out on this opportunity to have a chat with the premier as well as uh the other entrepreneurs about how they're navigating this pandemic
1: Mm -hmm. and i'm a little bit over but you know we are at the bottom of the hour for sure and i know this is just so needed right now there are so many you know younger people who are just getting into to learning trade skills on certain jobs and because of, of of what happened, you know those jobs didn't manifest themselves. So we're encouraging everyone. I did hear him even say soft skills, soft yeah. labor skills. all of that. All of that, you know, so uh, all of our folk out there who are really looking to getting into it and got sort of hung up for this last year. Here's your chance to maybe get back in on it. You know what I mean. Get in, get in. And uh, once you learn the hard skills that will probably be, you know, going on around you, (laughs) then you know you can work anywhere. That's right. So we want to encourage that for our people. We we minded a whole lot of business. We did, (laughs) did. That's (laughs) how we do it. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Looking forward to the next one too, folks. Join us here every Thursday at uh, four o'clock on Ocean 89. It'll be time to mind your business because if you don't, who will? Okay. Thank you for
0: listening to Mind Your Business with BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.